This week on the podcast, I have Courtney, and she's going to tell us all about the sales pages. So before we dig in, I wanted to let you know a little bit about Courtney. Courtney Johnson is the founder of the Rule Breakers Club, where she teaches women how to package and sell their brilliance. She's pretty much the only person who can make writing sales pages fun. Hit it involves rainbows and pots of gold, and that's basically like her thing. Her work has been featured on Inc.com, FastCompany.com, Creative Life, and Huffington Post. She is from Michigan and started her business in Paris, and she's currently living in Vancouver. Now, since I didn't introduce Courtney, I'm going to let her tell a few things about herself, too. Yeah, so um, it's so funny. I actually, I'm wearing my Michigan sweatshirt right now. Nobody from can see it, but I actually live in Vancouver, Canada now. So I moved across the continent. Um, and yeah, I guess like that sums it up. I will just uh, give you everyone listening a little context. Um, what I do is I really like to help entrepreneurs to package and sell what they do because I'm sure as you found Kelvin in the work you do that a lot of times uh, we work with brilliant clients who are really good at the thing that they do, but it's really frustrating them or it's really hard for them to know how to sell it, how to explain it to people, how to get people to think, oh, I need to hire you or, oh, I need to buy your course. So I specialize in helping people to uh, book clients online as well as sell online courses online. And for me, it's all about the psychology and the language. I'm obsessed with language. Well, I've never, especially with sales pages, I remember when I started off my system service, it was basically without a sales page. And I made my first $10,000, which a lot of you guys know. But I, I express this a lot. If I, I could have scaled or made even more money if I had a sales page. And I'm now just thinking about that as I'm putting together my sales page now. What mm. if you had the sales page when you started off? It could increase the sales that I would have made. It could increase the amount of money that I would have made, how much money I would have made in my business and all those other things. Yeah. So, yeah. So a sales page is really there to like remove you from the process of it. Right. So I think like you do what you can when you're starting out because getting everything up and running from the get go is hard. And like, of course, if you had everything in place, it would be better, but you do it, you know, as all the pieces that you can. And as, as soon as you can get a sales page in place, and that could be a work with me page for your services, right? Or a sales, a sales page is more typically for like online courses, but it's basically the same thing. Um, that helps to remove you from the process so that you're answering less questions from people in order to get the sale and uh, you don't have to hop on the phone with people and all of that. So this way you can get more people sold uh, with a lot less work, even though writing, obviously creating the sales page is going to take work, but once it's done, it can help you to leverage and like you said, scale your business a lot faster. Yeah. So that's basically like saying, why is the sale page that important? So, Tell them exactly what I was saying, why having a sales page can scale your business and expand your brand even more. Yeah. So what I find is that people don't know what makes someone buy and they, they know, okay, I'm a life coach or I'm a web designer or uh, we'll just take those two as an example, photographer. It doesn't matter what you do, what industry you're in. It's completely irrelevant. This applies to everybody. 
you know that people need the work that you do. Like, you know that people need help with systems or you know that people need help with uh, branding or whatever the work is that you do. The thing is, they don't necessarily know that they need that. And so yeah. you can't sell people on something that they're unaware that they need. So what you have to do is you have to figure out what problem are they aware of that is a direct result of this thing that I'm going to help them with. So for example, um, somebody might not know listening right now, oh, I need a sales page. But when I tell you the problems you're having because you don't have one, then you see, oh, I need a sales page. That helps to quote unquote sell you on the concept of having a sales page. So a lot of people try to sell, like I work with a lot of life coaches and they wanna sell their coaching. And what I always tell them is people don't really, they don't wanna buy coaching, they wanna buy the, the result that the coaching is gonna give them. They what wanna they buy get a solution. Yeah, exactly. And so the first thing you need to do is you need to figure out what is the, um, what is the problem that I solve and what is the result that somebody is going to have at, at the end? And that's where I talk about in my intro, you talked about the, the rainbows and the pots of gold and everything. So I yeah. teach this concept. Yeah. I teach this concept called the rainbow of sales and essentially like, you know, like kids always draw like little pictures of rainbows and stuff. It's just yeah. you know, a rainbow. One end has a cloud on it and mm -hmm. the other end is the pot of gold. And right now, your target clients and customers are on the cloud. They're like, have you ever seen those commercials for like antidepressants where like there's a little like egg bouncing around and there's like a cloud floating over his head? Yeah. Like that's what the concept you want to think about. Like what is the issue that your clients are having right now? I call that their cloud. And then what's their pot of gold? Like what's the result that they want? And then your service or your product is the rainbow. It's the bridge to get them from the cloud over to the gold. So back to yeah. your original question, which was about, um, you know, how is this going to help me to scale my business? Well, number one, you're, you're going to find language that's actually going to sell people. So you'll be able to make more sell. So when you look at sales, it's always about how many leads do you have and how many of those leads are going to convert into buyers. buyers. And when you yes. know how to talk about what you do, you'll convert more of those leads into buyers. So you don't have to keep going and looking for new people. You'll actually be able to convert more of the people who are already in your network, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes a bunch of sense. And I think even with my business, I got a lot of leads. So I had a webinar and that's what I'm doing now, especially with the membership that's coming out or going to be out by the time this podcast release. I got a lot of leads from Facebook ads, from the webinar. And it's the mm -hmm. point to convert them to actually join in the membership. You know what I'm saying? So conversions yeah. are always like the big thing, especially with business. So tell them the systems that you basically use to make it easy for you to work with your mm -hmm. clients, all those different types of things. Uh, for writing sales pages specifically. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I teach and I use a 14 part sales page framework. So I just want to give people context because sales pages can be overwhelming. So a sales yeah. page, if you've ever enrolled in an online course or program, you likely saw a sales page before you enrolled. Like that's likely how you got into the course. Um, they're often quite long. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that they're long. You got to let go of that because 
it's not about how long they are. Long sales pages often convert way better. So what you want to yes. know is you want to make sure the sales page is working. Um, and the sales page itself is broken into sections. And the reason it's broken into sections is because when people are reading on the internet or they're, they're, they're surfing the web, they, their attention span is so short and yes. they're scanning. So people aren't going to read word for word, everything on your sales page. They might eventually, but the first time they get there, they're going to be scanning up and down. And so you've got to make it very visually appealing to them. And so the, the framework I use is those 14 sections to help for that reason. The other reason those 14 sections are there is because each one of those 14 sections is going to address a specific thing that your potential um, client or customer needs to see in order to be ready to buy. So when you ask me, okay, what's the system I use? Well, number one, it's that rainbow of sales I just told you about. So I always open my sales pages with a nice big headline that calls out to the cloud. So, hey, are you struggling? with X, like, yeah. you know, are you struggling with this problem? Because what that's going to do is anybody who has that problem is potentially somebody who's going to be great for that offer. And so I want to make sure to weed out anyone who doesn't have that problem. They can stop reading. I don't need to waste their time. And anyone who does have that problem, they're going to be compelled to keep reading. And then I just right. go through that rainbow of sales and address all of those elements right on that page. Yeah, so like you were saying, even with doing it, it's not about the length. And I have seen longer sales pages like James Wedmore. He has a humongous sales page, but his conversion rates are way, are way higher. I'd rather some be long and don't think about the size of it. Like you were saying, make mm -hmm. sure that it's valuable, good content to make your reader engaged and want to read the rest yes. of the long sales page. Yes. And James Wedmore's programs are often thousands of dollars. So the more expensive your offer is, so especially if you're, so if it's a service, it doesn't necessarily have to be that long because with a service, you're usually going to hop on a call with that person. With a program, if you're selling a course, a membership, uh, specifically a course or anything that's going to be higher priced, um, you want to, you're going to have more things, more objections to overcome on your sales page. And so it's often going to need to be longer. But the length is, if anyone asking, okay, how long should it be is asking the wrong question, right? What they should mm -hmm. be asking is what do I need to say on the page in order to, um, let someone know if they're going to be a good fit for my offer or not. That's a great, that's a great standpoint to look at it, especially while building your sales page, because it can be a struggle sometimes. And that's really why I got Courtney on here because I know a lot of you are trying to scale your business, but you need a way how to. And the sales page is really like 80% of the way you can convert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I want to add on to that is once you've created a sales page or you've written sales page copy for your business, you have all this language you can use in your social media, your email marketing, like you'll, what you get is a whole bunch of clarity on your offer and how to position it and talk about it. You can use in conversations, you can use on Instagram, you can use, you know, in Facebook ads, like you mentioned, you'll use on your webinar pitch when you sell from a webinar, whatever it is that you're doing. And so it's not just about having 
I often refer to your sales page as almost like the, the Bible of your offer. It's like the go-to manual for your whole offer. So everything yeah. should come from there. And then you can actually pull copy from the sales page to use um, and repurpose for other places, which is going to really free up your time as well. Yeah. So you basically just spilled all the beans about the sales page. Courtney, tell them how they can receive your freebie where you talk a little bit more about sales pages. Yeah. So I have a freebie uh, where I actually go over how to write great headlines for your sales page. And I actually, it's like a Mad Libs, a Mad Libs style um, cheat sheet. So I ask you about your cloud, your, your, you know, your target client's problem and the results and what your offer is. And then I help, I give you a bunch of formulas that you just plug it into the sentence and it will help to generate different headline ideas for your sales page. So I, th I think it's really fun. I had so much fun creating it. Yeah. So um, anyone who wants to grab that can get that at rulebreakersclub.com forward slash headline. And I'm sure you're, you'll probably plop the um, yeah. link somewhere for them too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, I, I have enjoyed this episode and I hope she's enjoyed the episode also. Let okay. us know how we did. Leave a review at the bottom. And we just spilled all the beans about having a perfect sales page. So I'm so honored to have you on the podcast and thank you for coming on to talk to my audience. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode.